0: So I think number one is understanding that the world needs to hear what we have and the world will pay for it. Mm -hmm. And so understanding that your spiritual gifts are such high value, your discernment, whether you've got a prophetic gifting or not, Your discernment, your wisdom, your relationship with God is the gold and it's an exchange of gold for gold. So I I feel like, you know, when people know how to carve out that brand and know how to create money using all the gifts that they have, not just putting compartmentalizing one over here and one over there. Or watering down. It's not a season for watering down what God has put within us. It's a season for speaking out and going for it. And so I would say number one, trust the gifts that He's put in you that you can use them, not just for good, but you can also create an income. Let's go! You're listening
1: to the He Fluids Podcast and we're having candid and actionable conversations about your health, relationships, business, and ministry. And now here's your host, the second chance coach, Michael David Huey. Welcome to another session of the Heat podcast. I'm already fired up. Like <laughs> Louise and I just had just prayed. Um, I received a word from her and let me just explain something to you. We talked about divine connections, right? Like, you know, we're on opposite ends of the world. Right. And, and, and God is no respecter of people. What he does for one, he'll do for others. And and we serve a great God, right? We serve and 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 I I I had started following Louise on social media a little bit. I started receiving some of her ads. I started looking at some of her her stuff that she was doing. I went to her website. And then at literally out of the clear blue, one of my, my wife and is really close friends said, Hey. There's someone that I met that you two need to connect with. And I was like, who is it? And then when she told me it was Louise, I was like, really? And I went and showed her where I had just been looking at stuff. And, and, and I believe that we're in that season. And, and after the word that I just got from her, uh, I believe we are in that season. We're in that season you know, where we have to connect with people and set uh, intentions. My word for this year was consistency. And it's been consistent in my prayer time. It's been consistent in my intimacy with God. It's been consistency in serving my wife and serving others. And I believe that that's being led by the spirit of God. No, no, no one comes to him, but he draws us. Right. And, yeah. and, you know, what I really love about my guest today is I, I, I really said this, and I'll just say this more and more as, as we go through this is, you know, um, whenever I look at things and people I look at their bios and then I, I i pray about having them on our show I realize how much we have in common with them like I, I see things she's into neuroscience you know just where she started and I told her I said look I'm not gonna steal your thunder like I'm gonna tell a little bit about you and then I want you to tell the big picture tell your story where you started from where you came from because when I read her, biography i'm like okay like i'm not telling all that because for me what i really like about some of the things that other people have said about her is like she's a corporate midwife like using and supporting kingdom minded people with their brands with things that they're doing with the prophetic with the with that anointing it was really funny i i i I thought of this the other day I was in a clubhouse room and clubhouse has been a great avenue for us. We've built over 18,000 followers on the app which is in the top 1% of the app
0: wow. just
1: serving people and we we've we've received hundreds of people coming to our programs. It's launched us into some new revenues. But what I what what happened to me was 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 really incredible about 2 months ago. Um, I went into a room and I just wanted to listen. And I had my pad and my pencil and paper ready. And and I was like, okay. And then the guy asked me to come up and talk. And I was like, ah, not really. And he's like, please. And then when I was done speaking, he asked me a question. He said, I never do this, but I feel like I need to do this today. And he said, Michael, I don't know if anybody's ever told you this, but you have an apostolic anointing. And I lost it. Like, I wow. was like, I was like, wow. He's like, I, And and I went to my pastor the next day and he said, you know, Michael, I would have told you that a long time ago, but now you're ready for not just me, but other people to tell you that. Yeah, and well, I think that that's the season and the timing. Mm-hmm. And I shared, I shared with Louise that uh, a couple months ago, I had a a 40 minute prophecy spoken over me that was it was it continues to be spoken. Things continue to be spoken over me in the way that mm-hmm. I do things, and I I really think that it's it's why. Louise wakes up every day. like She has this vision and this purpose to serve people. And so I just want to welcome you to the He Fluence podcast. I'm super excited to get to know you. I'm super excited for people to get to know you because I told her this before we get on and then I'll have her share her story uh, in inter- let her you know share her story to you guys because I think it's super important that people get to know people that we want to get to know, right? And then yeah. so- Louise, welcome to the HeFluence podcast. I am so honored to have you today.
0: Oh, Michael, thank you so much for a gorgeous introduction. And I just love everything that we've been talking about. Um, We're so on the same page. And, you know, something you just said then about getting to know people, you know, I don't know if you remember that old movie um, the King and I, but I remember one day Jesus just drops these songs, random songs into my heart, and it was that song, getting to know you, getting to getting know, know all about, about you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I, I feel like we are in this season, we were talking about being real, and we're so in this season where God wants to know us, deep calls to deep, and people want to be known, and they want to be heard, and they want to be loved. And it is a season of of deep calls to deep, really connecting with people in a real and genuine way, and that's what I love about everything that you know you stand for and what you you just spoke about. Thank you, you're so genuine. I just love it. It's so refreshing. Uh, so yeah, thank you for having me here. I'm
1: so glad you're here. I'm so glad you're here. It's really funny. I I, I my my wife is usually never here at this time, and she just walked <laughs> in the room, so it's really great that awesome. she'll be able to listen and stuff. And 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 I'm, I I want to. I'm trying to figure out how to send her the prophecy but I just told her to come up here and grab it and take it downstairs and listen so maybe she'll she'll do that. But people this is this is what I think is most important and I shared this with Louise earlier is that you know when I first started my podcast I had like I was all excited I had all these questions I was going to ask people and then I had one of my very good friends Eric Thomas who is a motivational speaker he's a pastor here in the United States travels and speaks all around the world he's been in australia he's been in the uk he's been all around people know him as the hip hop preacher they call him that's what they used to call him and, I love and it. yeah and and so you know he's kind of the the mellow tony robbins but he's also okay. a, a spirit filled anointed man of god and he said to me he said um, do you have this scripted and i was like how did you know and he's like that's not you he said oh. it's not you and I, wow. I think this goes back to people when you surround yourself. And then I had my friend Tim's Story on, and Tim is a, a motivational speaker and a coach and a pastor in, in California. He's written multiple books and New York Times bestselling author. And he said the same thing. And then I challenged him one day. I asked him this question, Louise, and, I, and this is really cool. How do you balance pastoring a large church and doing life coaching? Because he's coached Oprah and he's coached uh uh you know a lot of Lee Iacocca and and Robert Downey jr when he went through all of his issues yeah. as you know as Iron Man, really, like and got yeah. addicted to drugs and all that stuff and and he said not he said fifty fifty and I said, Is it really fifty fifty and he said, no what what is it and I said it's a hundred a hundred I think when we are in ministry mm-hmm. and we're an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. we're doing ministry he fluenced. Yes. He fluents it. And when you can see the shield, people can't see the arrow in the shield, but they know the arrow is pointing up to God, right? It's in between the H and the E, but once they see it, they focus on the shield and what it means, right? The shield of faith, right? And so when I hear somebody tell their story, it, it, it brings impact. It lets me get to know the person. And so Louise, Mm -hmm. why don't you do that? Why don't you tell us, um, like who you are, like where you started, how you got to where you are today, and so people can really see the real because I can't do that bio justice. only you can do it justice. <laughs> like, like where you came from, how you started, and how you got to where you are today. So sure,
0: thanks, Michael. I just love everything that you're saying. So I uh, I guess just to I'll try and fast forward, <laughs> but uh, I'm one of seven kids. And um, my, my, I, there were five under five, and I was number three. And then mum and dad had two more. So I came from like a middle-class Catholic family in Sydney. And um, when I was three, um, my parents found out I was blind in one eye. And um, <clears throat> I think being a little kid that was super self-aware and sensitive, I became very aware of my environment. And we had a great family. I have amazing parents. Um, but there wasn't enough money. And so I do remember, you know, that, that we would have food and we had clothes and everything, you know, we had a house. But but I do, I felt that sense, I was very sensitive to that. And so I began when I was 12 reading books around about neuroscience and got fascinated with personal development. And I think God, when I look back, God just put me in, into me, um, a spirit to overcome and break through and so i became obsessed <laughs> with personal development and um continued on my journey <clears throat> got married to my childhood sweetheart jim and uh <laughs> and his name's james taylor but he doesn't actually sing like james taylor but anyway <laughs> he's not too bad <laughs> and uh and so we bought we built a house and i was 9 months pregnant with our first child i was overdue due to be induced and Jim came home and um, the company he'd worked for um, had put everybody off. And back then we had 18% interest rates. So it was a big deal. Oh, you know, God. there was a, there was a lot of money for the, for the wages that we were on. And uh, it was devastating because my biggest fear was not having enough money. And so this has been a real journey that God took me on to, to learn not just how to trust him, but how to create create money from nothing. (laughs) And what happened over the years was um, I did give my life to the Lord, even though I always believed in God. After I had, um, when I was pregnant with my third child, uh, I was so desperate because Jim started to work for other companies and they kept closing down. And we lost track. He worked for about 10 companies that closed down. So it became a pattern and it became a number of years that we went through all this financial roller coaster. So we'd go, move forward and then something traumatic would hit us that we weren't expecting. And so in the meantime, Having babies, I wanted to start my own business. I joined a party plan company, borrowed two and a half thousand dollars off my parents because we had no money. We were like eating, you know, macaroni cheese for dinner and um, ramen noodles, all those kind of things, right? Yeah, that's right, as you do. And it was hard, it was tough. But I borrowed this money off my parents, bought the kit of clothing, children's clothing, and joined a party plan company because all I knew was that I wanted to start a business. No one in my family was in business. Mum was academic, dad was a public servant. Um and I started this business. I was terrified of selling. I was, you know, I remember throwing up the first time I stood in front of a group of women, my, my best friend's house. And anyway, looking back now I realized God gave me a gift to sell. But at the time it was just picking up the phone, asking people if they would have parties, which were all the rage back then. And and um, anyway, I grew that business. Um, we re- turned over $360,000 uh, in our first 18 months, and that was a lot back then. And it was just pure needing to feed my children, basically, and a desire to to create. And so God told me to leave that company. I had a big team a few, this is a few years later after that, told me to leave and I struggled with him for about two weeks because I had, it was all happening. I mean, getting awards, things were going really well. And he told me to leave and three months later, that company closed down and he just took me out of it and allowed me to look after my customers before it closed down. So over the years then went into consulting coaching and um, I, when I gave my life to the Lord, the Holy Spirit just I went to a Pentecostal church for the first time in my life and as soon as I heard that pastor say, you know, it's not about religion, it's about relationship, you know, I just went and it's about surrendering. I just in my heart surrendered because I was just waiting to hear those words and uh, Holy Spirit just just came over me. I felt peace. I felt love. And then I started to have prophetic visions, literally the week that I gave my life to the Lord. So this was uh, 26 years ago. And since then, I've been on this journey where I've gone into, I started to move into coaching, consulting, started to work with um, corporate teams, Still a lot of study in the meantime, and um, built another business. Um, we had the, the partner that we'd gone into business with, ripped us off for about $300,000. So we again experienced that kind of roller coaster. And I went into consulting. And what happened when I went into consulting in companies was that I would go in and work with sales teams or CEOs or boards or whatever. And particularly with the sales side of things, I would go in and I would like, honestly, I had skills, but um, I definitely had coaching skills, but I didn't have the degree that would warrant the results. <laughs> it was literally God giving me prophetic vision for what this company should do. So that this started to happen. And, you know, I remember one of the clients I started to work with, he was a beautiful man. Um, he he was just so open to God and he just started to have such breakthrough himself. And then his team started to have breakthrough and they did like 35 million more than they'd been doing in three months, and it's so that what I started to see was this exponential growth in a rapid amount of time, and and so I continued with that. And about two years ago, um, and he was one who actually said to me, "You're like a corporate midwife; you birth things." And you know, he wasn't a born again Christian, but he was. Um, he knew God, you know, he trusted God. So as I'd be going into these companies. Um, I would find that people would start to cry within 10 minutes of a coaching session. And I saw that God was doing two things. He was doing, he was like a master surgeon on their business, refining and defining what the next season was going to look like prophetically and giving strategies and models that were so unique and so from the Holy Spirit. And at the same time, he was doing a healing. So he was like the surgeon that, that, that you know, um, finds the the underlying issue quickly. And then, and then the healing was like the balm to their soul. And so we saw teams getting healed. We saw leaders, you know, individuals, particularly those high performers that would give a lot and they would be burnt out or they would be, you know, or or business owners who had these giftings, but didn't know how to to turn them into, into financial wealth. And, uh, and so this will happen. And then about two years ago, Uh, I decided to go online. I went on a challenge and through that that time uh, on this challenge, I started to go live and share more prophetically, more um, overtly. And all these people started running towards me going, oh, we love this, we love this. And I realised God started to speak so prophetically about this season to me. And he said to me, um, I had one year that I had, I would look back and I, I read the bible for a whole year and i was just this year with god and he said i want you to find the eagles the Influencers, and the wealthy generals entrepreneurs <clears throat> take them to the top of their mountain so i love to work with people who are um are high performers they're leaders but but they also struggle because they get frustrated because they're always challenging themselves they have uncertainty they have a, a level of anxiety because they they think a lot and helping them to sort of turn their gifts and be able to have bigger impact. So that's been that's been the journey, but the last two years wow. have been amazing. Yeah.
1: That's um, awesome. It sounds like I you're partially talking. No, it's been, no, it's fun. It's fine. It sounds like you're partially talking about me.
0: Oh wow. <laughs> well, this happens doesn't it? Like it's like it's so, you know, it's so God, isn't it? And and we we all do go through so many similar things. And I think. You know, in those really low seasons where we were hanging onto our house by a thread, I ended up taking a corporate role for a while, and that was amazing what God did. And then that company closed down, and so I was back in this sort of valley season again. And you know, God just—he just brings so much gold out of these seasons when we're wow. in the the valley. And the, it, so he started to teach me about money mindset and beliefs, and aligning, um, aligning, converging the spiritual the natural and the practical gifts and the commercial intelligence wow. together and to make a signature kingdom brand that's so unique that no one can replicate or compete with it. And this it. is the season I believe we're in now.
1: I love it. I mentioned to you earlier, I heard you talk about, you know, being in the Valley, right. And um, uh, my friend, Myron Golden, multiple, do, do you, I don't know if you know him, do you know Myron at all? No, okay. Don't. He's somebody that you need to connect with. <clears throat> He's here in Tampa, over in Tampa, Florida. Kingdom minded guy, Um, kingdom mindset, wealth is his businesses. Um, His people in his mastermind do go in there and they do seven figures consistently. Some of them do seven figures a month, you know. So he's really taught these people, and he brought this up to me. And he does a he does a Bible study every Wednesday, and I go back and watch it. Now he didn't do it this week because he was traveling and has mastermind this week, but he he tries to do them. I'd say he probably does them forty months out of the forty to forty five months out of the year or weeks out of the year. And one of the things that I, I I liked that he said, you brought up in the valley, right? Like learning and growing. He said, you know, in, in the book of James, it talks about the reason we lack wisdom. It's because we don't ask for it. But he said, people think that that's just freely asking for it. He said, what God is really talking about there is asking for it when we're in that season of being in the yep. valley, right? Yep. <laughs> and And acknowledging that. And so... I'll ask you a question because the Lord told me to ask you. So I'll, I'll and, and, and I told her that this is how I do this now because I don't have it scripted anymore. I just let the Holy Spirit lead me. Yeah. Um, what would you say to that person that you just described? Like the person that's maybe, you know, me or maybe is Shauna or maybe is somebody like my wife who's coming alongside me. Um, she did a session with a friend of mine, Joe Sugg, and Joe said, you need to come alongside your husband and coach with him. And, and, and two are better than one. When one falls down, the other has the other one there. And my wife has been working with some of my high-pick ticket clients in the UK and other places. And so what would you say to that person uh, to encourage that person of understanding their value, really stepping into that and 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 what that kind of looks like from that perspective of that person that you, like it's kind of like your target person, right? Like your person that drives you and that you really want to work with. What are a yeah. couple of things that's in your heart that you would share to that person to get them along that journey?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Great question. Um, <clears throat> well, there's a few things that um God's shown me that I believe that this is the season for. And he gave me a picture of a of a golden shovel. And the the spade of the of the shovel was gold, and then the handle was wood. And he said to me, It's the prophetic word that is cutting the new ground. And um I believe that, and and then he showed me, I actually live on a valley, so I go out on this rock. and.
1: In Australia, right? You're in Australia?
0: I'm in Australia. I'm in Sydney, and I go out on this rock. I've been going there for years and worshipping God and all these. I go live there, and all these crazy things happen out there that the Holy Spirit's doing. Last last week, he showed me this, this gold on the mountain, and literally I had two of my clients there, and we looked across the mountain. I've got a photo of it. Literally, it was like oh, gold yeah. bars. I saw, I we, saw your. We, I saw you it. I saw that. it. I
1: saw your Instagram. On that. Yeah. And so,
0: so I believe that you know the the handle of the shovel is doing the work, learning the skills. So a lot of times, people pray for more money, for example, and money is a big issue for a lot of people. Or even if they're scaling and they're burning out and they're working too hard. I find a lot of my clients, they're like they're in that scaling, you know, around seven figures or up, and so they get burnt out and they're giving out so much and they're not receiving enough and all of a sudden life's got away from them. So I think number one is um, understanding that the world needs to hear what we have and the world will pay for it. Mm -hmm. And so understanding that your spiritual gifts are a such high value. Your discernment, whether you've got a prophetic gifting or not, your discernment, your wisdom, your relationship with God is the gold, and it's an exchange of gold for gold. So I, I feel like you know when people know how to carve out that brand and know how to um, to create money using all the gifts that they have, not just putting compartmentalizing one over here and one over there. Or watering down, it's not a season for watering down what God has put within us. It's a season for speaking out and going for it. And so I would say number one, trust the gifts that He's put in you that you can use them not just for good, but you can also create an income from those gifts and converge them with your practical commercial gifts. Number two is He is giving dreams and models um, for this season that are, are far greater than the world's models for business and for money and for, for emotional intel, emotional health, all of those things for health, like what your area that you work in, he's giving models for this. So we can't look to the world for our models. We have to look to the word to God for our models for business. So they are unique. And he is giving, like you said, he's giving you dreams. And um, the third thing is, so focus is such a key because what you focus on, your brain does move towards it. So that's how he's wired us. And what I did learn in those seasons where I didn't have money, I was anxious, like I had depression for a while. And he actually healed me of that and showed me what's what was going on in my brain and how to move forward. And so I had, I think it becomes it's about creating a habit and learning the skills to to um bring our mind into alignment with what we believe. Because it's one thing to pray, but you might be praying, but on the other hand, being anxious. So you're coming in, not only coming into agreement with anxiety or disappointment or discouragement, but in that place, if you're in that space, it's very hard. I don't know. My experience has been, it's only been when I've come into this place of rest, that things have happened. You know, I've got the corporate role or we've got the million-dollar contract or the clients of our breakthroughs. So it starts with this place of peace and rest with him. So focus and then flow. And the flow part, I think, is is about selling with love. I call sales a funnel of love. And when you look at the funnel, everyone talks about funnels, right, online, And but if you look at a funnel, the shape of a funnel is like you're looking up in worship and then God brings it. And so understanding how to flow in that flow in your life and in your business and not being in this place of hustle with it or with your team or with your job. And and, and so it is a, it is a choice, I think, to go. How am I going to come into this place of flow and peace? And for me, I would go out on that rock and worship, even in with my tears pouring all over that rock, going, how are we going to hold on to our house? You know, and so. I believe like, come, finding that place first to connect with God and seeking after him brings you into that place of peace. And from there, you can write down your vision and the dreams that God has for you. And then the, the shovel, you know, the handle is building the skills. But I would say getting around prophetic people is such a key because the, with the prophetic, you know, what happened for me two years ago was he started waking me up at three in the morning as I started to run these challenges and all the programs that I'd written about, you know, sales mindset, entrepreneurship, all the things, he, he just started to pour out. I'd get this big flip chart out that I have, and draw models for pricing, models for models for um, how to create a unique brand, models for leadership, all these models. And I was like waking up and drawing them at three in the morning. It was wow. purely Holy Spirit. And so what I'm seeing now is that we are in a season where he's actually designing, totally designing our businesses and our lives in a, in a prophetic way. And people have these giftings and they get start to become released because there is an overflow. So when you speak into someone's life and you speak prophetically, it is deep calls to deep. And you're speaking deep into their soul and their spirit, and it encourages Ooh. them and it exhorts them. And so prophetic or prayer or particularly prophetic, though, I believe is such a key right now. He's given us these golden keys to open the doors, to take the territory, to take the mountains. So I would say, you know, keep listening to God, step forward into it and think about that handle of the shovel as being learning the skills and developing the habits. And no one teaches us how to, how to consistently change our mindset. Wow. We, we might do, you know, a motivational weekend or listen at church or pray, but, but actually it's a skill set to learn how to shift out of that place of anxiety, stress, fear, what fatigue, and shift into this place quickly where you're actually walking in this flow of the Holy Spirit wow. in your life. And in your business wow and uh, <laughs> so um, i know i know I, you could probably, probably talk about a that lot, for days, eh? right
1: yeah no no I, i'm just saying you could probably talk about that for days probably <laughs> oh
0: well i won't don't worry no no <laughs> but, no. Uh, i'm just it, saying like like i, I can, can, can i
1: like i can, and I, I, would can. I, I would listen i would listen because that's the my wife You're would so listen lovely. like like and, and here's the funny thing i think about what you said is you know when we think about the funnel as you know funneling into the and the funneling everything into god right like funneling it all into there and and the anointing that comes with this. And so I'm just going to ask you one more topic because I feel like it's important just to value your time and then we'll finish with this. And then we'll let people know how they can connect with you, find out more about you, find out about some of your challenges that you're doing. Um, you know, my wife has always wanted to be around the prophetic. You know, there's a lot of people in the, in the, in the kingdom, you know, we, it's that word is used a lot. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And uh, uh, you know, Several people that do you know funnels and teaching and and all this stuff one of the things I, I i see and i just see it i see it on clubhouse i see it in the marketplace is i see this limiting belief yeah. like the the you mentioned fear like you know and and i'll be bold i'll be bold and say this um we have i could i could very easily go from you know just to five hundred thousand to 7k easily um but i've been fearful of it because of how much money I lost, and yeah. so I just do the minimum. But I work really hard at other. I have a I have a a six figure residual income business um, that is ex, that is expanding and exploding very quickly. Mm. But I do the same thing. I don't close people on the phone. Um, I send them contracts. We know that doesn't work a lot, right? And, mm-hmm. and 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 people end up not signing up, and then you have to chase, and then you feel like you're chasing and and that type of stuff. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: what would you say to that person? That person that has. A, knows their gifts, know their talents, knows that they have that, but they're limiting beliefs. And I say this to, to my coaching clients because, you know, being a nutritionist, I, I, I'm also, you know, was, nom- was one of the first people that didn't have a master's that was nominated for a PhD a couple years ago. And, and, and I feel like I'm a second chance coach is what my wife calls me. Like I'm literally taking people okay. who are struggling mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, financially, and I'm able to help them see the bigger picture that God has given to us but a lot of them struggle with the limiting belief of believing that they're capable of charging what they that they charge yes. they're 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 not closing people on the phone and they're 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 waiting and waiting for a contract and then they're calling the purple and then they're hustling so so i've always seen that word and i wrote that down when you were speaking cuz the holy spirit showed me right down is that that limiting belief so how would yes. you how would you you know talk to that talk to coming out of that and being able to close people on the phone and the the responsibility that there is behind that. So speak to yeah. that. Yeah.
0: There's so much in that question. I love it. It's a fantastic question, Michael. So, number one, one thing he showed me, particularly about the area around money. So, when we've grown up and we've had experiences and our subconscious minds are remembering all the negative experiences and we're fearful of stepping forward, um, there's a the number of factors in the way we think about money. And, and I call them the little foxes and their hidden beliefs, rules. Um, and behaviours that we've grown up, we've seen modelled to us or we've experienced. And so we unpack those um, with people and I would say one of the things to think about is, you know, that, that what rules do you believe about money? What rules have you gained? So there's a lot in that. And then the other part of it is, you know, sometimes people with sales, there's an incongruency with who they are and the process that they're using to sell because most people think of sales as being or even if they're good at selling, like you, you know, you obviously know how to sell, um, um, but not but good then- enough.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I sell myself really
1: well because I'm funny <laughs> and I'm, I'm charismatic and my, like my wife yeah. says, like make people laugh and everybody, you know, and I'm probably sure I make people mad and in, in the same way. Right. But yeah, yeah no, seriously. I, I love it. I, 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 I want love to know when more. you laugh. You've got oh no, I'm going to watch mind. this like five times when we're done. Are you kidding me? Like, come on, that's, <laughs> Give me all I can get here, girl. Come on.
0: You've got that comedy thing going on. I love oh, it. Come on. Uh, so, uh, so I mean, the thing around selling is that, number one, understanding how to v- be very, very clear about um, the value of what you offer and how unique it is and how to, we we use a lot of grids for this, but basically going, what? What are they really buying from you? Like, what are they really buying from you? And so understanding that and knowing how to articulate that in um, with, with a lot of confidence, usually it starts within you, right? So one thing God said to me about that was like um, selling, like it's like this. You've got this relationship with God and then you've got these people out here that you want to pour into. Mm-hmm. And he showed me it was like a hinge. And the hinge in the middle was you. And he said the problem for most people with, with making money, with selling, was that they actually don't love themselves enough. They love people, they love God, but they don't love themselves enough. Mm. And so this piece in the middle, this hinge, which is you, this is the place where I just love to work because it all starts within you. And when you have this release and you have this healing in this area around money and you also have the understanding of how to consciously change the habits, um this is the place where when you start to experience that impartation the prophetic that the knowing really understanding who you are and who and understanding the hearts of your clients as well in a deeper way then there's a release and what happens after that is the money starts to flow because because you're not um incongruent within yourself when you're in the sales process mm. and and that whole self sabotage thing that imposter syndrome that A lot of high performers experience that because they are self-aware and they're thinking about how other people feel all the time. So they're always overthinking. And so coming back again to that place of flow, it starts within you. And so he works on so many areas of our life through our whole lives. And I think people go and have healing and they might go for healing sessions or whatever, but it's actually an ongoing thing. To be able to release, this, be released at a deeper level. So I, I would say that start with the money beliefs. You know, what is it that you believe? You know, how do you want to feel? That's something I, I, I feel like. You know, how do you want to feel? How do you want to feel about selling? How do you want to feel about money? Because then you're you're saying to your mind, I'm moving towards. And this is, you know, what God says. He says, focus on what is good. You know, focus on what is pure. And uh, the the scripture that he's given me over the last few years is Jeremiah 33.3, that he will teach you remarkable things that you did not know. And I often say marketing is like prophesying. It's your speaking into the heart of, of your future clients. And when you do that, their heart and their soul and their spirit resonates with what you say. So marketing becomes more about prophesying and sales becomes more about speaking into their heart and healing the wound that they have. And then the money part comes into you being confident to charge what, you know, you believe it's worth and exchange this goal for gold. And I always see it this way, and this is a really good reframe for anyone who struggles a bit with charging more money or sales, is that I look at it when clients invest in our programs, I know that they're going to multiply. So that's what I have in my mind they're going to multiply and i know that they will cuz i trust what god how god uses me and how he works in their life if they're the right client so i think of it like that i don't think about what what it's going to cost them i think about what what they're going to multiply and so that's a good reframe as well
1: wow you know it's i'm so glad that you saw that cuz i was taking some notes and 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 marking some stuff here that i i, I and the reason why i really like a lot about what you said is because you know i wrote this post and i was i was i was looking at it as you were speaking i wrote this post on facebook about that got a lot of movement and a lot of traction louise and i and i talked about some things that i did back in 20 and just in the beginning of 2022 and i talked about you know realizing that i'm not in control right when a door is closed um I struggled with trying to fix it and put my foot in it and it makes the situation worse. Right. Like, and that my past doesn't define me. Right. Um, I can't be attached to man. I can only be attached to God. Right. And one of the things that I believe I struggled with for years, and you just gave a lot of insight to it for limiting belief was, was really self ambition. And I realized in a scripture, it says do nothing out of self ambition or vain Mm. conceit, but in humility, Mm considering others better than ourselves. Right. And it says, it goes on and it says, each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also in the interests of others. Right. But, but made, made it, but God made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant Mm. being made in human likeness. Right. Like, and I grew up in a, in a home where my father, everything I did, nothing was good enough for him. Right. And it, and it and it built up these limiting beliefs. I'd score 26 points. And I was a great athlete growing up. I'd score 26 points in a basketball game, have 10 rebounds, and my dad would, you know, mention the the two foul shots that I missed, right? Yeah. Even though I yeah. made eight, but he'd miss. he'd mention the two that I missed, right? And and something you said earlier, my wife said this, you know, slow down and think before acting and responding, right? And that we have a moral responsibility to use our gifts and our talents, right? We have a moral responsibility that God knows the plans that he has for us to prosper us, to give us a hope in a future, right? And, and I struggled with that. I struggled with self-ambition. I struggled with not being good enough. I struggled with trying to make things look better than they actually were, you yeah. know, just because I felt I had those limiting beliefs. I felt insecure. I felt all of those things you talked about, right? But then I realized, I realized when I wrote that post that, and my wife said it, my my stepdad had made a comment that was negative. And my my wife said, You missed the point, right? You missed the point that it wasn't about anybody else. It was about him. It was about yeah. me growing and acknowledging these weaknesses and and Setting boundaries up with them and having accountability with them, and really just releasing them to God. I always say this, and uh, thank you for all that you've shared. I'll I'll land, I'll land with this, and then I want you to tell us how people can connect with you. I think for me, I'm, 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 I'm so grateful to God that He let us connect. I believe that we can do more together, and we can, you know, my wife can learn from you, and I can learn from you. I'm always open to learning, and you know, we we were in a season where you know we were always in masterminds and all this stuff, and when we lost a half a million dollars. We we stopped doing all that stuff, right? And we, you know, we we just yeah. stopped spending money because we wanted to take what was a three year debt and pay it off in just over a little bit of a year. And we're on pace to do that. But it okay. changes you. You're not investing in programs. You're yeah. not. And and it was really funny when a friend of mine was here, and I told him this. He said, "You don't have to." He said, "I'll give you ten thousand dollars right now for your Google Drive." And I and 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 he was he was he wasn't going to give me ten. He would have. But he was saying that to say, you have everything that you need yes. and, and you've surrounded yourself with the right people. You have everything that you need to be able to do the things that you're called to do. Not in selfish, you know, destructive manners, but in things. Yeah. And, and I realized that rejection was God's protection. I, I, I totally yeah. walked and stepped into that. So yeah. thank you for all that you've said. Uh, tell us how people can connect with you and get to know you better and follow you and be involved in some of the stuff that you're doing right now.
0: Oh, thank you so much, Michael. I um, you know, there's so much in that whole what you just said as well for high performers and the critical thing. And um that, you know, um a lot of that has to do with thinking styles as well, which is an area that, you know, um sometimes if people are in that high um data problem solving thinking style, they 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 come out with criticism, but it's actually their way of trying to help you get better. And so that was it. I've actually met a lot of people who've had exactly that story in corporate world. And I grew up with a high performing mother. So, you know, I get it. And the insecurity. So all of those are so normal for people and particularly for high performers, I believe. So um, thank you for sharing all that. I just love how vulnerable you are. So yeah, how can people get in touch with us? So I'll just quickly tell you a couple of things we're doing. We do, I do neuroflow uh, coach consultant certification programs where people can become certified and it's really for people who already you know got something going on um successful uh, in the and they may already be coaches but we we drilled right down into all these different models and help them um grow con- a consistent six seven figure mindset as well do a lot of impartation prophecy in that and then uh, I have got a mastermind, which is more like um, a, a small group that I work with closely. And that is God gave me, again, all the models for this business. Every single program we have, he's prophetically written over in the last year. So so that one is, um, he gave me the scripture for that was Deep Calls to Deep. And He gave me a word about um, go catch whales. And I'm like, what's a whale? And he's like, six figures in six weeks. And then all my clients started seeing whales and all this stuff about whales. So we help people like we started to flip six figures in a day and help people do that. And God just showed me how whales, this is for the whales, right? And so he showed me like we're going out deep with the whales and we're catching whales and we're swimming with the whales and the whales being. Um, people who have got this big vision. So we're going deep with God, deeper prophetically, and deeper with their brand because he Thanks gave me a model around brand. So that's that's the mastermind. Um, I am going to do, be doing a joint venture with somebody over in Dallas face-to-face later in the year. We're just pulling those pieces together. But if anyone wants to um, you know, uh, come and just see what we do, we've got lots of free resources as well. Uh, it's com is our website. Um, we do have some opt ins on there that I'd highly recommend because we try to give people as much as we can. And we've got a Facebook group, and I kind of that's where a lot of the little stuff goes on where I get out on my rock and share prophetically. And um, so the Facebook group is called Dream Drivers Movement. And if you come into that, you know, you, opt, you can opt in for our email list and then you can become part of our kind of community where I'm just sharing freely to that group. But I would say if anyone resonates with anything that I've said and wants to have a call, we've got a clarity form. You can jump on a call with me and we work out where what's the best fit. So lots of awesome. places, got a podcast. Who do you want to be doing a lot more on that? Uh Yeah. So jump on it. the website and yeah, you'll see. Where and I, that'll be,
1: and we'll, we put all this in the show notes and everything. So people can, 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 can get to know her, but thank you so much. Um, I, I love, love doing these. I'm, I'm so excited to get to know you better. Like I've, I've taken two pages you of notes do. and I usually don't do that very often, but you know, <laughs> I believe we're in a season of serving others. Like, you know, yeah. you, you take away, I, I believe that God positions people in our life for a reason. It's our duty to find out why that person is in our life. And yeah, most actually. people don't do that. They're, they're going, so I talked about this today, um, or yesterday morning in a clubhouse room. And, and I got like 20 messages after that, because a lot of people are going so fast that that the Holy Spirit showed me that people need to be able to slow down to speed up, right? My, and my you. wife had said this to me constantly, over and over. And I started. See, I had this dream, and everybody, all these, all these uh, people were running around, and there was opportunity all around it. And they were running so fast that they were running right by the opportunity. I they were running right by the to the the opportunity to help right. the paralytic get into the you know to the water, and they were you know they ran right by an opportunity to help somebody be laid down into the house to Jesus like they were running by opportunities to be healthier they 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 didn't look at the person that was right in front of them that they were struggling with autoimmune and they were struggling with ptsd and all this stuff and 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 i've started to realize that that's what i'm stepping into i'm stepping into it to a that's bigger so way good. and 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 i understand that and so i always say this to in our podcast i hope that you guys will all love god love people and live with passion vision and purpose passion, vision, and purpose, that we perish for a lack of knowledge and wisdom, right? And the reason we do that is because we don't ask for it and God freely gives it. So until the next session of the Heat Fluence podcast, thank you, Louise Taylor, for being with us. Thank you, everybody, for listening. God bless you. Have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye. I'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for listening
1: to the Heat Fluence podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and leave us a five-star review. And as always, you can follow Michael on all social media platforms at Michael David Huey or www.michaeldavidhuey.com. Until next time, God bless
0: and take care.